What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of VGM Generations. I'm Mike Bosbon, and with me, as always, is Aaron Belauchuk. Hi. And Jordan Belinsky. Hello. For those that don't know, VGM stands for Video Game Music, and we are taking you through the generations. Basically, once a month, or now, once a week. Uh, three friends with very gaming backgrounds get together and take you through some of their favorite music from the games they love. In this month's episode, episodes, I should say, we're talking about uh, covers and remixes. So this is part one of covers and remixes. Uh, we'll have an episode once every week um, and uh, four parts, all covers and remixes. And then uh, next month we'll switch to a new topic. So uh, I'll go first for covers and remixes. And my first pick is uh, from one of my favorite cover artists. I guess you call him cover because he doesn't really remix. Uh, Mr. Smooth McGroove. Ooh. YouTube sensation. Um, his real name is Max Gleason. Uh, the track I picked was the Chemical Plant Zone from Sonic 2. And the reason I picked this track is one day... Did you send it to me? I sent it to you. You did send it to me. <laughs> yeah. sent it to you. Jordan sent it to me. Yes. And uh, I think I listened to it all day, the day he sent it to me. Like, I listened to it for like a straight eight hours on loop. So. Wow. Well, I, think you, yeah. I think you already knew who he was. I didn't know who he was. the day that he released a Sonic remake or a Sonic cover, I was like, I know who likes Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> this exactly. guy. This guy. So You're yeah. the reason why they have those, like, YouTube mixes. It's like, 10 hours of this song. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. The, uh, the best one is the uh, Gandalf nodding. Um Oh, it's the sax. It's the sax solo, and Gandalf's just eh. nodding his head for ten hours. <laughs> That's me. Yeah, I'm that guy. I can do it. I don't know why. Like, I, and that is something I found. Like, my girlfriend hates it, right? Because I can listen to the same song like twelve times in a row, mm. and it never gets old for me. I just hear new things every time. Now, I wish I could remember the name of this off the top of my head, but you would love this thing. It's a website that basically works on HTML5. Okay, it takes any song that you input into it. Oh, I'm already and excited. It, it basically <laughs> remixes it into an endless loop. It recuts the song and blends it together so that it goes on forever. And that's fantastic. I don't. I, I wish I could remember off the top of my head. Sorry, I can't. But All right. uh, you, you need, need to it. find out. You need, we, you need to find out, yeah. and we, we need to tell everybody about this because this sounds awesome. Um, but anyway, yeah. So, uh, Chemical Plant Zone, Sonic Two, fantastic song already. And then he, so he's a YouTube star. Acapella covers is Smooth McCrew, If you don't know. Um, Go ahead. Well, not just acapella. How? What? What? What makes him unique as an acapella artist? Because he's, because the song that you're talking about doesn't have lyrics. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. So yeah. Acapella in that he's remixing or he's covering the entire song with just making sounds with his voice, basically. So um, like he's he does scatting. He's the I original. Guess. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. He's the um, scat man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, I guess uh, it's technically scatting. But yeah, so he's making like the drum sounds, the horn sounds, the chime sound, like everything. Every mm -hmm. sound that's in the song, he does. He does whistling for a lot of stuff. Clapping, um, clapping like a lunatic. Yeah. yeah, clapping like a lunatic for certain things. Um, but yeah, yeah, he has a cat. He has a cat. He has yeah, a beard. That's does he have a beard? He has a beard. He has, he has a giant beard for his beard. He's a giant beard. Um, so he's actually he actually does it full time now. So. His story is I read up on him. He's been playing music forever. He's been playing drums since he was 11. Um, he uh, he played in a few punk bands, uh, rock bands. Nothing really worked out. Stuff kind of fell apart. He stopped doing music for a while. 
And basically, he said like he was just te- like he stopped playing music, but he was still teaching music. And uh, and then Sonic came to him in a vision, no. like hovering <laughs> above his. Smooth, I, yeah. you must make this song for me. No, it was like the sequence from Batman v Superman where he like appeared in a dream. But, I um, haven't seen that movie. Well, you should. Anyway, um, but uh, <laughs> uh, we were talking about that today. But um, basically, he said he was playing a lot of video games at the time, a lot of classic games, and he was like, you know what, I want to make music again. And he said, well, why don't I try this? And he basically threw it out there, and his first video got like. 500,000 views in like three days and Kotaku picked him up and wrote an article and then it just exploded and yes I was gonna say I started watching him fairly early in his career and it feels like immediately upon him entering the the circles of social media yeah he was already a star yeah it was like he he struck gold with his first like I, I out of all the people that put out solo like instrumentational videos like he does, I feel like he was one of the first ones to come out with the whole like here's nine little windows in the video mm-hmm. and they're all of the same person and he's doing all the instruments. Like I feel like he was one of the first ones to do that. Yeah, so that's kind of his style. If you've never seen one of his videos, is he'll have basically he has all the all the parts he's recorded, he records it looks like video of bunch. himself. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. And then in the middle he'll usually have the game. Yeah, um, every window there's a different smooth McGroove, and yeah. he's <laughs> vocalizing a different instrument in each window. Now, what year was this? Just out of curiosity, does uh, anyone know? It was like early two thousands. Yeah. Because really? I, that long ago? Yeah, it was quite a while ago, I think. Yeah, that Two's I couldn't or say. Maybe, maybe yeah. like two thousand eight or something mm-hmm. like that. Anyway, um, but uh, yeah, I read an article on it, and it, the article when they when they interviewed him. Um, he was like, I don't know if I'm going to keep doing this or not. And then now he's doing it like full time. And he says, and he says it takes him quite a while. Like, cause he has to break down the song, separate all the MIDI tracks, listens to them, records them all, and then puts, reassembles them. And it's, it's, it's a lot of work for each track. My right? absolute favorite instruments are the ones that have the smallest parts because it's usually him just kind of sitting <laughs> yeah, there half the time. Look, looking around like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. when's, when's, playing when's, with his cat. Yeah. When's my part coming up? Yeah. And then yeah. I'll just go, Shh. And then yeah. like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the one triangle hit. Yeah, yeah exactly. But uh, yeah, his, his cat's name is Charles. He's got a black cat and he always has him in the video. He almost shows up, I think almost in every video and he'll like pick him up and make him dance. And the cat looks really his unhappy. Pro- about all his it. profile pictures are him and, him his, and cat. his cat. Yeah. And he's like, all his album covers have his cat in it somewhere and stuff too. Now yeah. I admit I'm actually not a fan of his. Oh, you don't like his stuff? Uh, not that I don't like his stuff. I'm just not really a fan. Okay. But uh, I, as not a fan, I just wanted to clarify one thing for me and all the other non, fans. non-fans <laughs> out there. Is it smooth or smooth? It's smooth. Smooth. Smooth? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I always like, thought it was smooth McGroove. And that would, <laughs> to me, that would be way better. He's <laughs> <laughs> so smooth, you don't even have to put that teeth in there. It's, 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 it's just smooth. It's, it's funny you say that because I actually questioned that for a while, but then his name is on YouTube, so yeah. I've seen it. But yeah. yeah, it's smooth. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, so he's smooth McGroove. And uh, smooth. yeah, so let's have a listen to uh, <laughs> the Chemical Plant Zone Sonic 2 by Smooth McGroove.
is like maybe my favorite track from Sonic 2 though. Mm. Like of all of all the tracks in Sonic 2, like obviously like Green Hill Zone or, or Emerald Zone. I forget what it is in Sonic 2 if it's Emerald or Green Hill. But um I think it's Emerald because Green Hill Green Hill's is the first Sonic. one. Sonic. Sonic. Yeah. yeah. Um that one's classic and you can just like you never forget like the first song you hear in a game, but um Chemical Plant is so fucking good. And like people actually all the comments in this video are like drowning. I hate it just reminds me of drowning because that's the one where you can like you can fall into the water and then you have to jump on the pillars at the right time or you and you get the like bum 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 and it then, and then you, they disappear. And then you just get the one giant bubble that like Sonic lets go and then he drowns. Oh yeah, like, yeah. See, I think as somebody who didn't grow up on Sega, yeah. I would still say this is one of his best songs. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. That is the thing about this guy is he is an excellent singer. Like oh, he yeah, could yeah. probably just be a singer in a band yeah. somewhere else. Like but he's like, he's able to like carry the note and keep a consistent tone for like the entire time. Yeah, totally. Yeah. He's really good that way. His Wikipedia page says 2013 was his first album. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, his first album. His but first album, not his first song. Was way later yeah. than the first track. His first to like, we should just, whatever his appearance just go to on his YouTube, YouTube, YouTube is, page yeah. and go date. Sorted yeah. by old newest or oldest mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And you can figure it out. Also that website is called the infinite jukebox, the infinite jukebox. infinite jukebox. There you go. Yeah. It's good. And what was that website again? It's called the infinite jukebox. <laughs> but what was it about? Cause your earlier conversation about, all oh, right. Oh. Basically you take any song, you upload it and it will take, it'll break down all the components of that song and remix it into an endless version of that. That's song. an amazing algorithm. It is awesome. Yeah. I gotta, yeah. I really gotta check yeah. that out. All right. So, uh, Jordan, you want to go next? I will go next. Okay. My next, uh, the next, the artist I want to cover for, I'm going to say this is a cover. Eh, it's not really a remix. I always think remix is more of a digital sort of version of the song. Yeah. To me, remix means you, you, you break it up and put it back together. Yeah. Basically. And you add instruments. And you add instruments a lot of times. Yeah. And like a lot of times, um, I guess I consider like mashups remixes sort of, but yeah, I guess they're yeah. another thing again. Well, I mean, that's, that's basically the literal version, like remix where you're basically taking it and then you're reconfiguring it and mixing it together and yeah. doing like, usually I think of it as being like the actual track and then they've added a beat to it. And exactly. it's like most basic yeah. form, yeah. right? Here's the dance version of whatever. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Well, so. <laughs> <laughs> so rather than getting sort of hung up on what it is. I'm going to talk about a group called Mariachi Entertainment System. Oh, yeah. And they seem to be pretty popular. Like, they haven't been around that long. And I swear, just like Smooth McGroove, it was like, once they hit the scene, everybody knew, like, this is gold. <laughs> yeah, and they exploded immediately. Yeah, yeah. Why didn't something like that happen sooner? Because they're great. They are so good. I think, though, that's like, that's a pretty unique thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's why. Like, there aren't too many mariachi bands who are out there like, you know what we should do? Cover some video game music. <laughs> that's what the people it works. want. It that's works what the people so well. want at dinner. <laughs> it's totally different. And that and that's that's exactly what they are. Mariachi Entertainment System or MES is a mariachi group or band uh and that does video game remixes. You're listening to this podcast, it's probably gonna be video game music. They're the in the style of mariachi music, so traditional Mexican music. Um, now, like, should we talk a bit about what mariachi is as far as like instrumentation or anything like that? Do pe maybe people don't know. It's like, I would say it's traditional Mexican music from sort of their, their heritage. Like 
the style. Well, do you do you know anything about? I mean, I don't know anything other than sort of what I've seen through pop culture. I haven't done any research in it, but usually it's like very you. What you see is like it's like a quartet or something like that. Usually, yeah. there's usually like or a trio or a quartet. There's like a guy with usually a trumpet or a horn, a guy with a guitar. Yeah, and, you know. Uh, so and then that, they have their like traditional bass guitar, yeah. which is not. I'm it sure has it has name. its own name, but it it's does. like a giant body bass yeah. guitar. Yeah, so usually it's that like brass and string instrument combo that yeah. sort of and defines. Then, and then usually a singer. Yeah, yeah, would be your quartet. So the frontman of Mariachi Entertainment System, when he when he first came out, his name was Dave Yard Shift, and now he goes by the name Doctor Ortiz. And <laughs> that's a great name. <laughs> I, I I'm 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 convinced his name is. David Ortiz, but <laughs> yeah, just, just a guess. Um, he describes mariachi as, yeah, like the heritage of his country, Mexico. Um, it's not just the music, it's the presentation. Like you think of the the Mexican attire, sort of sombreros, a, yeah, is something that but more of the is, regal yeah. appearance. Yeah. Like there's there's a form of respect there, and and um, it's the full package of of how you look and how you sound. And yeah, it's usually multiple people that come together. So Mariachi Entertainment System, um, they are more, they, they sort of got their foundation on YouTube. They've started putting out videos that were video game covers um, in the form of mariachi music. And there's about five or six people in the group and they all play multiple instruments. And they go through some of the biggest classics like Metroid, Mario, Zelda, Castlevania, yeah. DuckTales, those sort of songs. And one of them has an absolutely awesome like sugar skull painted like Day of the Dead skull yeah. on their guitar. And well, it's just, well, that's the other the thing best. is like <laughs> it, it cuts between all the different performers. And I'm, I, I believe it's all filmed at Dave's place. And um, he's got this really nice setup. Like you can see like all his instruments and video mm -hmm. games in the background. And there's, yeah, like all the Day of the Dead sugar skulls everywhere. Mm -hmm. And some of their instruments are all deckled up too. They They're have a great... Also they're right. also amazing musicians. Like all of them are they like are. stellar oh, yeah, yeah. musicians. Like you listen to some of the solos that they do in some of the stuff and you're like, I could never play that. Well, so, so they live in San Antonio, Texas. And, uh, what he, from what I hear about Dave and in the interviews is he didn't look for like, it, it wasn't him and his friends sitting around like, Hey, we should totally play mariachi music. How it all started was his brother got him into mariachi music. Um, and they started playing together and him and some friends. And then he just sort of became involved in the, the local mariachi circuit because they're close enough to Mexico. <laughs> right. So it's like, there's a big, there's a big, uh, I love that there is yeah, yeah. In San Antonio. Oh yeah. It's like a big mariachi scene. There yeah. is. Yeah. And that, and that's <laughs> sort sense. of, that's yeah. sort of how he became involved with the people that are currently part of the band. I guess he became friends and he, um, slowly started to, um, dive into that whole video game cover <laughs> mariachi scene. And he infected them all and like, <laughs> totally. Yeah. And the important thing for him that, that, I, that he says in the interviews is that, um, all the people in the band, all of them are video gamers. They're not people that are just blindly covering this music. Yeah. They're all gamers mm -hmm. and, uh, and they do a really great job. They bring a really unique sound to the cover scene. For sure. Um, so what I like about their videos, I'm going to jump into the first song right away. I just want to say that every single video that they do out of tradition, he for, I want to say he forces, maybe they're all willing. They all, <laughs> they all shoot a tequila shot <laughs> yeah. and 
And it's just great to watch them all like throw back a shot at tequila because some of the people are just Make funny faces. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause we all know what it's like to throw back tequila. Anyways. Um, the song I wanted to talk about was the, it, it's a legend of Zelda song. They actually have two in their library. Uh, the one I want to talk about is the dark world theme from legend of Zelda link to the past. Your favorite Zelda. It is my favorite Zelda. It's a great cover. And um, I think it's worth listening to. Let's just jump into it and we'll talk a bit more after the break. So this is the Dark World theme by Mariachi Entertainment System. As a former trumpet player, I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm a fan. Yeah, <laughs> I believe the front man, Dave, he plays the trumpet. Yeah, I played trumpet for uh, a few years too. Mm-hmm. I, I gave it up for bass eventually, but uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I, just when you listen to this stuff, it's so mm-hmm. good. The sound, like the, the, I guess the timber would be the proper musical term of their individual instruments is also fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's funny listening to him talk about how they develop these songs because... He sounds like he has no idea that it's that if it's going to even work out. Like he, it's almost <laughs> like he doesn't have any confidence because he's the one that's writing all the music for yeah, he everyone does all to the play. Arrangements, yeah, yeah, he arranges all of it, and then all the people in the band play what he writes. And he's only hearing it one instrument at a time. He's not listening to the full orchestrated mix. And so as he's listening to it, a lot of times, from what he says in the few interviews I've heard he just doesn't think it's working out. And then he puts <laughs> it together and he's like, 
this is actually pretty good. And <laughs> <laughs> it's just been lucky all these times. Very lucky, lucky, yeah. The I, I want to mention as well that they're called Mariachi Entertainment System, which obviously is a play on the Nintendo Entertainment System, the NES. Well, what is the evolution of the NES? It's a Super NES. So they Mariachi actually... Mariachi Entertainment 64! <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was better than whatever I was going to say. So I'm just going to, no. So they're actually developing a tour group called the Super, Super Mariachi, Mariachi Entertainment System. Awesome. And the reason being that they, they, it's, they want to change the name a little bit because um, it's not the original group that would go on tour. Like they want to hit all the video game conventions and some of the comic conventions and That's whatnot. That's super cool. I'd yeah. go see them. Well, the main reason being is that there's only about five or six people in the band. And like I said earlier, they play multiple instruments and that doesn't work on stage. Yeah. So they need to build a bigger group. So I think they're doubling or tripling their, their group. And that's where super MES comes from. Mm. And then that's the group that's going to go touring. You know, it's funny actually that reminds me about this. It's basically like, you know, you take this band, it's mariachi music. They take video game music. They put it, they arrange it, put it together. It all works. Right. Yeah. But uh, a lot of people have tried that less successfully. I remember a while back actually going to a local jazz club where they were advertising there was a local jazz band which was playing video game covers of, of you know, in, in their own arrangements of jazz. And my God, that was like the worst really? thing <laughs> I had ever tried to sit through. And it was... was it, it terrible? Why is this, what, what made it so bad? Well, what made it so bad is that, like, the, they were really, really light, actually, on the video game music. A lot of time it was, like, indecipherable what they were trying to play. But oh, every okay. single song was, like... I don't know if you've ever played jazz music or know what yeah. the 12-bar blues are. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's where, you know, basically everybody just kind of goes in a circle and everybody plays solos. a solo, right? Yeah. Um, that's what it was, is they played like a little oh. intro. And then everybody in the entire band, and there were like, God, I don't know, 12 of them, they'd go around and each one would play like a five-minute solo. So it was much more jazz than video game. And, and yeah, but, and they weren't that good. I got the feeling that everyone <laughs> in the audience was like either a friend, like close friend yeah. or a family member. Yeah. And on, I remember, uh, I, I don't, I, I have to say this. My wife actually described it as like, uh, it was just a big circle jerk where they <laughs> were just, yeah. That's kind of what jazz soloing yeah. is, but. But you know, I, I like jazz. Yeah, me too. And you know, I don't mind it if the soloist has, you know a mastery of their instrument is really good yeah. at putting something together. But, uh, well, that's the thing is like in the jazz bands I've played in, it's, you generally have a few people who are really good at soloing. So you let them solo. Like, um, when I played with this one band, there was this girl on flute and she could solo the whole song yeah. and, and everyone loved it cause it was amazing. But then there was a couple of people, me included, <laughs> who were like, no, you just, you just yeah. stick to what's on the page. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, if they, if they'd gotten some sort of honest advice, they really could have tightened up their act, especially since they're performing live at a jazz club. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. It's an interesting experience. Yeah. So before I jump off Mariachi Entertainment System, I just want to say they have a Kickstarter out right now. Um, and this is to support their second album right now. They've currently produced enough songs for a full album. It's out. You can download it on Google play. Amazon, iTunes, and Louder. You can download the full album or individual songs, so go check it out. And their Kickstarter is to support their second album. They currently, as of the as of the beginning of August, they hit their goal for their Kickstarter, so they will be producing a second album. They're very excited to start on that, and uh, some of the proceeds from that album go towards actually touring as Super MES. 
So look forward to seeing Super MES in a town near you. Awesome. I hope they should have a tier on their Kickstarter where you donate enough and you get to like play in the band on a song. <laughs> it's going to be a very risky yeah. tier. <laughs> it's funny you say that because um, there was a contest on Reddit for video game music and I, uh, sorry, video game covers, and I submitted one of their songs for the contest and they actually won based on my specific are you serious? Um, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. It was actually the other Zelda song. It was the um, Roost Island theme from oh, Wind Waker. That's a great one. And the Mariachi Entertainment cover, and I submitted that, and it won. So I feel like I'm already part of the band. <laughs> yeah, because you are. You're like the biggest promoter. <laughs> I yeah. reached out to You're Dave, the, and yeah, I was exactly. like, "Hey, Dave, I'm like, did you did you know you, you know won? you won on Reddit?" And he's like, "Yeah, I didn't know anything about that." And then all of a sudden, I got this notification, and he got like a year's worth of Reddit gold, <laughs> <laughs> which is nothing. Which is nothing, yeah, but. Yeah. It just made me laugh that it, it says a lot because I'm a nobody and I submitted their video and they won because mass amount of people voted for that video to win. So That's super cool. it says a lot about them. They're yeah. really good. Yeah. Awesome. I should have mentioned too, uh, right before we jump over to Aaron, um, Smooth McGroove also has tons of albums out. Uh, you can watch all his videos on YouTube, but you can also buy them in album form on iTunes and I'm sure a bunch of other places. I think louder as well. Um, and he also has a Patreon page. So uh, if you don't know what Patreon is, it's kind of like Kickstarter, but it's like a monthly submission. So or or a per video submission in his case. Uh, so you can choose to give any amount per video and it just helps him out and helps him continue to do it full time because that's all he does. So, uh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I just so Smooth do. McGroove versus Mariachi, Mariachi Entertainment, Entertainment System. system. Go Where on. will your money yeah. go? All both. right. Both. Now both. to see if I can like make a really loose tie into what I'm going to be talking about, because my song that I'm going to do is, has also been covered by Mariachi Entertainment System, and it was the first song I heard them do, and I love it. Now, the game is a game I've talked about several times. It's DuckTales, and the Ooh. theme... Yeah. <laughs> and the theme is uh, the moon theme, which I've also talked about on several occasions, did, but... Was that in the Greatest Hits episode? Did you pick the moon theme? I yeah. Think you did. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was from you my did, Greatest Hits episode. You did the Wii, yeah. Wii cover. The Wii oh, U yeah, cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, because it's one of the... It is one of the greatest, and also most popular... Video game songs. Ever if you written. do a top yeah. ten video yeah. game covers or video game songs of all time, that should be on the list. Oh yeah, that's in my like opinion. number one, right? There. Yeah, I think <laughs> almost. I think almost all of the people who I've picked have done the moon theme. Yeah, yeah. Oh, everybody has because yeah. everybody loves it. And, and Mariachi Entertainment Systems version of it is awesome. excellent, awesome, yeah. outstanding. Yeah. But uh, this version that I'm doing is a little bit more on the rock side of things. So this is uh, from the game Ducktales. The track is called "The Duck Side of the Moon." And it's uh, an arrangement by a guy named Carbohydro M. Now, if you haven't heard of Carbohydro M, he's been around for a long, long time. He's been basically doing this for uh, 12 years now, entirely self-taught. Oh, he's well known for his like super high energy electric guitar work. He's uh, from France. It's a guy named Christophe Blondel. And uh, I've got... I didn't know he was French. Yeah, he's French. That's cool. And uh, like, and also, even though he's like completely self-taught... He's uh, a fan who started, just basically got into doing video game mixes on his own and eventually trans transitioned that into doing music for games. And that's sort of like a recurring theme that kept popping up as I was sort of researching various people. As they started out as a fan, started doing just their own stuff, caught the attention of the public, and then eventually transitioned into the, into the industry which is awesome. I love the fact that like that's such a common theme amongst video game remix musicians. It makes me feel like I can make video game music <laughs> if I just try. I too. Yeah. <laughs> I too. <laughs> and unfortunately, I was trying to do research on 
on the artists that I was looking for, and not a lot of them had a ton of information. Now, and this is pretty light on the information I could find on Carbohydro-M, and he was one of the ones who actually had more profile out there than most people. Yeah. He's got, uh, and... And I, well, I guess because you've become a professional now. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, yeah, you'll have a little more out there. The only like tidbit that I have on here is uh, was there was a little thing on his page about um, Carbohydro M stands for Carbohydro Music. And it he originally used the handle um, CHM and it didn't mean anything at first. It was basically just his arcade handle. You, you put your name in the yeah. scoreboard and you pick three letters and it was CHM. Mine's always, mine's always AAA. Yeah. yeah, that's right. It's the lazy man's scoreboard. Yeah. And ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then uh, later on, he actually had to. He wanted to come up with something when he started to do stuff professionally, or like put his name out there, and he had to come up with what CHM actually stood for. Oh, like, so wow. that's where it comes from. So he made yeah. it up. <laughs> so, so he just well, made it up. He, he, well, what he did is like, ah, oh, he looked at the periodic table of elements, and he's like, all right, carbon, hydrogen, and the letter M. <laughs> so, <Music. yeah. laughs> it's nothing. It's just M. Okay, because so, I've always wondered yeah. that. So that's that's carbon, a great hydrogen, bit of information. And the letter M. So carbohydro M. That's awesome. All right, and uh, this is one of his actually two versions of the moon theme that he has. The other one is called um, Sweet Memories of Earth, and I was really trying to weigh both of them there because they are both fantastic, but in the end I went with this one. This is The Duck Side of the Moon by Carbohydro M. song wins just because of its name sweet the memories of earth no the, the dark other, side of dark, the moon, dark yeah. side of the moon. <laughs> very pink floyd well it's funny because when we were all his all his song titles are great yeah he's got like albums and albums worth of stuff and it's it's really good has he ever actually released an album yeah oh yeah okay because oh no that's right yeah because i do i do 
have one of his albums, but for a long time, like when I would go to his page, it would just be, here's the new single. And it would just, yeah. well, I mean, there's when like I, thousands of them. When I started listening to him, it was probably still in like the Napster LimeWire days where it's like, you okay. know, you just oh, sort so of like, yeah, you yeah. caught him a long time where, before it, I did. you know, he didn't really, there wasn't much out there, but you'd see his name sort of pop up. Maybe it would pop up on like OC Remix or something like that. Yeah. 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 But uh, I feel like I know more cover versions of the DuckTales Moon song than the actual oh, song. Yeah. Cause point. I mean, like, the, the original song was forever ago, right? But everybody, like you said, everybody's covered it. If there's a style or a genre or anything out there, there's probably a version of the moon. You theme. have to go uh, Dr. Wiley's theme. Yeah. DuckTales moon theme. Some sort of Mario song. Yeah. You've hit your base. A Zelda. <laughs> yeah. A Zelda. a Zelda song. But yeah, uh, I don't know how I found his page. I, and But I remember... I think I just heard one track and I was like, I'm going to see if this guy's got a website. And then I went and I was like, Oh my God, there's so much good stuff here. Yeah. So I mean, uh, my favorite one of his is I think, um, I think it's a mega man one. Dr. Wally's name. Probably. No, it's not. It's not <laughs> somebody who did a mega man cover. That's not Dr. Wiley's theme. Oh yeah, it is. I think it is. What <laughs> I tried to listen. Like I, I took every Carbohydro M song that I had of his and I threw it up into a playlist and I was like trying to scan through them. To oh find man, out. there's so many. There were so many. It's, Actually, it's, the one that's really cool is he has the one Zelda one where he plays the intro from um, the Super Nintendo Zelda. That's how he starts the song. And that that's a long track. That one's like eight minutes or something because it's like he does the whole the whole game on that one. It's great. Going back to but Smoother awesome Groove, he's one that does great Mega Man covers because he doesn't just hit the ones you expect. He goes, yeah, he goes to what he likes, he what he deeper. likes, yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, that is it for part one of um, Remixes and Covers, uh, VGM Generations, episode seven. And um, so normally what we do at the end of the whole episode is everybody says what they've been playing recently. But what we're going to do now is the person who picks last is going to... Talk about what they've been playing recently. So, Aaron, what have you oh, been playing recently? Oh, it's me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Don't sound so scared. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I haven't had a lot of time recently to play much of anything, but there is one game that I've put a lot of time into. It's a game that a lot of people have put a lot of time into recently, and that is yes. Pokemon Go. Woo, Pokemon, Pokemon Go, Go uh, is, is, you know... Anytime I've had sort of like free time, that's kind of filled that free time. Is that a game or is that a phone app? It's an app. It's barely a game, especially since uh, the developer. It's a collect-a-thon. Is yeah, what it is. most people will say it's actually a game. It's Well, I mean, it's less of a game now that it's been broken since it came out, essentially. The game is kind of... What like, it really is is like an augmented reality collecting experience. Yeah, well, I, I guess I mean, you could call it. Yeah, it's it basically taps into the whole tagline of... Uh, of Pokemon, which has got to catch them all, right? Yep. And so the idea is you go out and you collect the original 151 Pokemon. Now that we have to explain this because yeah, it, yeah. Everyone, everyone has heard everyone of it. It's, knows. An, it's an it's activity. Globally. It's an activity that you no. enjoy. Therefore, yeah. that's the definition it, of a game. It gets me yeah. outside. You know how many sunsets that I've watched specifically <laughs> because I'm out hunting Pokemon? I've not a, seen yeah. a single sunset playing Street Fighter. So. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's you true. Beat Except me. it's like painted into the background of one of the stages. That's the only way you're going to see it. Japan. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I was going to say there was a joke like there's this uh, Reddit meme where it's like um, somebody goes to see the doctor and he mentions something and he mentions something else. And basically he's like, so do you do any exercise? He's like, well, I play Pokemon Go. And then the doctor writes down fit as fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, well, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just about 
I, I have to admit, I have walked a lot more since Pokemon Go came I, out. I'm just about to hit. There's a medal achievement in the game for 100 kilometers. So I'm just Are about really to hit close? the Holy 100 smokes. kilometer mark. Yeah, I'm not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many people that run marathons are actually bringing their Pokemon Go with them. Yeah, yeah well, you can hatch eggs while you run. Well, that's what I mean, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I've, it's one of those things, too. Like, my, I'm, I'm into it. My wife is playing it, and she doesn't really play a lot of games. And I, it was her birthday the other day, and I got her, like, a Pokemon-themed birthday present, and it went over really well. So it's like, it's, it's coming back to that heyday of Pokemon madness when Pokemon was suddenly the big thing. Yeah. Now, now everybody's talking about it I don't know again. why, like... And like Jordan said, like, it's not really a game in, like, the traditional sense of a game, but that term has been broadened significantly in the last few years. But it's, I got to tell you, it's a lot of fun. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) throw whatever slander you will at it. It's giving me all of the nostalgia of Pokemon, all of, like, everything I remember about, like, being in the portables in elementary and, like, playing that game the first time and loving it and... And it's just a lot of fun. And that's the thing. It's a well, lot it's, of fun it's to what, go collect Pokemon. You it, get really excited when there's something you haven't seen before. Well, it taps into that nostalgia so well. It's basically saying, hey, remember when you were a trainer in the game, you'd walk around and you'd catch Pokemon and like, now do that in the real world. Yeah. Walk around everywhere. Explore the tall grass. Yeah. Find real Pokemon in the world. And, you know, just the fact that you can take pictures of them and they show up in the augmented reality is... Yeah, it's great. It's, it's what every kid People take pictures of. in their bathroom, in their kitchen. <laughs> it's like 1997 all over again. It is like it's 1997 great. all over again. It's I don't fun. know, man. I love it so much. I love it so much. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's a little foreshadowing for the next part, but I won't mention why. And then uh, the other thing we have to mention is, um, like we mentioned in the last episode, we're going to start doing giveaways. So uh, what we've decided is we're not going to tell you what the giveaway is until the fourth part of the episode, but we're going to tease you. So Jordan, it's Jordan's, it's uh, Jordan's donating the giveaway this time. So what's the tease, Jordan? Oh, um, <laughs> you dig. <laughs> what do I want to say? It's, um, we might need to pause. Here. It's a game. <laughs> it is a game. Maybe we should just say, start with that. <laughs> All right. It's it's a game, video game that came out in the last 15 years. <laughs> it's like it's like video games, 20, 20 questions. Um, it's a game that I think is critically acclaimed. Definitely. Mm, it's one of my favorites of all time. Yes. Yeah, me too. Me too. And we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there <laughs> for now. Yeah. For now. We'll we'll give you better clues as each episode goes through yeah, so throughout I, the month. Yeah, so throughout the month you'll learn more and more, and then in the in the uh, fourth part we'll reveal uh, what it is, and then and but right now we're going to tell you how you can win it. So um, to win the prize, super simple. All you got to do is when I tweet out um, the podcast, uh, retweet on uh, whichever. I always do three tweets. I do um, iTunes, I do SoundCloud, and I do Google Play Store. Uh, retweet whichever one you listen on and uh, for a bonus entry um, into the contest you can if you leave a review on either iTunes or the Google Play Store um, or even uh, even just like the episode or, or leave a uh, actually you'll have to leave a comment on SoundCloud um, so I know who you are um, yeah that'll get you a bonus entry for the prize so uh, that's it for part one of episode seven of VGM Generations and we'll catch you next week 